0: What's up y'all? This is Ashley here, um creator of Honestly, I'm irritated. And I just want to let you guys know that we're going to be playing some really great music on here. But unfortunately, you can only listen to it through the Anchor app, through the shared link that I post on my social media sites, or through the website. So, if you are listening through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet, Make sure that you go back and you click the Anchor link so you can hear my wonderful choices of songs and that they can add to the, you know, overall vibe of the podcast episode. If not, and you're okay with listening to it without any songs, then just keep on going. But if you want to hear the songs once more, go to the Anchor app, the Anchor website, or any of the links on my social media. Enjoy you all. I mean, honestly... I'm irritated. Hey, y'all. What's up? What is up? It's season three of this wonderful podcast entitled, Honestly, I'm Irritated, and um, here I am. Here I am, Ashley, okay? Ashley Milan Brooks, maker, originator, source of all this goodness, right here, right here live in... Back at it again, okay. (laughs) That's extra, but honestly, guys, thank you. It is Black History Month, and I am so turned up on the inside. And you know, history of black people is the history of America and a lot of places across the world. But all in all, we are just taking this month every year to just really put our pride, our wants, our needs, our desires, our pain, our struggles, and everything on the forefront and have it be the main thing talked about and focused on and um regardless of the you know any any other things that can kind of cloud this or be like we shouldn't even have a history month it should be all year and whatever i'm gonna just take this time to just you know make us feel extra important and just extra special because we are and so again welcome to the episode today on this lovely episode first one of the third season and um Like I said, I'm very excited about this and just where we're going to go. We are going to just highlight black people, black culture, black pride, all the things that when I look at myself in the mirror or when I wake up in the morning, make me smile or make me appreciate where I am, where I've gone, how I've gotten there, and so many things like that. So, yes, let's get started. We're going to hear some great awesome music by some great black people um you know get ready for great black poetry um some facts about black people some opinions about black culture and community everything black all black everything like i said so we are just gonna sit here and just kind of go through my mind and go through some things that are just happening have happened recently and just period about black people and black history so let's get started y'all Black History Month, being black, I want to just kind of speak on my lived experience as being a black woman and maybe just kind of, um, then in between, just give some little, you know, facts, cool things, shout outs to people, all that good stuff. But yes, being black in America for me, or just being a black woman, period. Growing up, it's just, obviously, different households just do different things, and we have different, like, um, cultural norms, and we have different opportunities, and different routines, or just, a lot of things are just different, and so, for me, I grew up in a family of women, Um, my direct household had me, it had my mother, my sister, and I, and us three were the main three people, and, you know, um, I had the presence of strong women grandmothers in my life. And um, I had my dad in my life, but I've mainly been surrounded by strong black women. And I'm going to say strong black women, not like the stereotypical, like, girl, you never get tired. You never did. You just make it work. Because some of that has to do with making it work and being resilient, but also like strong emotionally, you know, strong intellectually. And if they're not physically strong, it's like just their embodiments of their strengths, their weaknesses, or, like, their acknowledgement of what they're good at, what they're not good at, and so many things have really contributed to my definition of who is and what it means to be strong. And so my little, you know, tribe of women that I was always around really began to show me that, um, first of all, stereotypes or things that they say about women not being able or being capable it's complete malarkey because people in my life that have gone hardest for me and have showed up for me again and again and again have been black women. And then we from black women, we can go on to just like women and then we can go on to, you know, black men or men. And there can be so many subdivisions of everything. But the embodiment that I really, um, the embodiment of being strong and being full has really just resonated because black women have shown me that and for so many reasons so many different reasons and so growing up my struggle sometimes as growing up you are really taught to not get into trouble you're taught well do this or like don't be don't wear this don't act this way or stay away from this type of attention or people do this differently or whatever so that you don't fall victim to so many of the stigmas and things that a lot of black women fall into with that being you know um being sexual or you know getting pregnant or um even having too much of an attitude or being um just maybe a little bit too vocal or out there or maybe um being very emotional a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the oh wow (laughs) a lot of these things are just um automatically placed with black women black girls and sometimes it makes black girls have to grow up really quick and um For me, I definitely had um, some unfortunate experiences as a child. I think a lot of people have. But it really does make you grow up. And outside of just trying to figure out your emotions, figure out what you're going to, like, do and everything, how you're going to react to things, how you're going to make it through life, a lot of those things can really begin to pressure you and just kind of make you want to conform or make you so aware of what you're doing to possibly get in trouble or possibly, you know... um, do something you're not supposed to do. And so it kind of begins to shape how we even look at things. And so what's crazy for me is that from a young age, I aspire to be a mom and I aspire to be a caretaker and I aspire to be certain things, but they always kind of coincided with the, the role that women have to play because of genetics and just what our bodies can do. And to like, you know, keep populations going and keep society rolling. And so it's just very different as I get older, Realizing all the things and all the ways that I kind of limited, limited myself or kind of went against my grain of not trying to have limits, therefore limiting myself and then, you know, kind of diminishing my um, confidence and self-esteem and all those things. And so everything is so multifaceted and layered and it's like in communities where maybe people aren't as um, financially stable or a lot of single parent homes or just mainly women communities where You know, um, there's male presence, but not direct male presence in the daily household. A lot of things just start to look and feel differently. And it's crazy because that's mainly like an epidemic amongst black youth and like minority youth. And so I'm a black woman and we're going to talk about this perspective. But it's just so very different, and it's different the kind of attention that you get, the things that you have to worry about, and just the things you have to prepare for, depending on your community, depending on your culture, and depending on what you have access to. And so that really does create so many problems that, you know, can lead to so many different things. But it also can create a lot of good things and assets, and I want to talk a little bit about that in a second. So as the trend with me has been recently um, in Season 2 and Season 1... I'm going to tie my opinions, current events, and what I'm learning in school kind of all together to educate the masses and to kind of get things off my chest in a very cool, cordial, calm manner. So, assets we are talking about in a community about um, youth empowerment, early youth leadership. And it's centered around, um, well, a chapter we just read was centered around realizing the assets in communities. And for me in my career field that I'm going to be going into and just I think a personal mission of mine is to be going into communities and beginning to redesign, reshape and cultivate the people's, you know, creative desires and positive assets and the positive assets within people encourage that so that the people can do things for themselves and that people can realize their worth their potential and not be so limited and not wait for outside help but really begin to like be the change they want to see honestly be the heroes they're waiting for and be the people who put on for themselves and I think um a lot of times with issues I talked about like growing up it kind of seems like kids are especially young women are taught what not to do and what how not to behave and things so that they aren't perceived a certain way or they don't get in trouble instead of that really kind of just pouring into people that like this is what it is this is what are and things work or this is my skill set this is what I have to bring to the table it might not be what you have it might be different or it might even be sometimes you know better or even worse sometimes but it's like It really is about recognizing that in each person and celebrating that so much that people don't even have time or energy or effort to put down somebody else or to not see their light or act on their light. And um, when people know they each have a light and they all have something to add and bring, and it's not just told to them, but they're actually treated with that same respect and they're given the same type of stance to make their voices heard and to make a difference when that is given to everybody and it's planted inside of each individual, people are gonna to grow to be accepting. We're gonna have more diverse communities. And we're, going to be more, we're going to be more tolerant of things that are positive and tolerant of uplifting one another. And we're gonna, like I said, vice versa, be not tolerant of hatred and um, bigotry and discrimination and things that limit people showing up for themselves so they can show up for others. And so it's very, very, very important very important to give people the room to just discover and explore life and not be so timid or shaken up because they don't want to do something wrong. And um, first-hand experience, I am very apologetic, and I'm trying to get on my Rihanna style of n- not being apologetic and being like, boy, please, girl, please, bye, this is what it is, this is me, take it or leave it. And so in some aspects, I am like that, and as I grow and mature, I definitely see myself changing. But I am very apologetic, and I think the basis of my apologeticness <laughs> is literally not wanting to come off a certain way, not wanting to people to be misconstrued about what, sa- what I'm saying, and I can tend to overthink things, so I kind of explain my thought process or explain what I was thinking, and sometimes it's literally just fitting and the person needed that. Sometimes it's doing too much and they didn't need that because they understood what I was saying, and sometimes it's just kind of like... Thank you for telling me that, but uh Or just, I might have just said that one twice. Either way, though. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, and sometimes it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, that's cool. All right. But more often than not, it can kind of be just, like, irritating or, like, a reflex for me to kind of, like, always be saying something or always be trying to like think through my feelings or think through the things that I'm doing or think through too much and when you think through too many things you're not in the moment or you're just kind of always like oh 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 so aware of what you're doing in a sense of being perceived or judged or whatever by someone else and so saying all that it's very exhausting it's very exhausting being a young girl always aware of the things that can go wrong or always aware of the things that really can kind of taint your reputation or taint who you are and it's a lot of pressure especially when you're already just trying to navigate through life and navigate through your hormones and navigate through all the things people are trying to go through it makes it that much harder and it puts a sense of shame on literally everything losing your virginity shameful (laughs) stuff happening to you that wasn't your fault shame even if it's not shame directed towards you it's shame period or it might be directed towards you you know not getting not meeting expectations of others shame not um having a body that would fit norms or being made fun of for how you look and you know that kind of happens but that's a sense of shame or just kind of maybe speaking too much or being too rowdy and too energetic so people kind of frown down upon that especially in certain settings that's shame so many things are paired and coupled with shame and um luckily I had a lot of moments where I could be positive, be myself but that does not take away from the foundation that the shame and the embarrassment and the fear kind of created in me and so, with a lot of these efforts and classes, it starts when you're. Well, a lot of these efforts and classes that I'm taking and that I'm trying to do or that we're focusing on is really building up youth because you're you have to. And you know, I'm not I'm not even just like the only a youth advocate, and I'm really pressing 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 for youth issues. But we have to realize as people that we're literally dealing sometimes with the grown uh, grown children like adults who haven't dealt with their inner child and I have talked about all these things in my podcast episodes but it's important to look at children and look at what we have and um I said we look at what they have and just adults look at ourselves and look at the things that we've been through and just be honest with each other and be honest with ourselves and to just you know just try to be more understanding I know it's not always easy to because I know I will be the first one to say kids can be irritating and adults who are childish are super irritating, but they can just be like really annoying because it's just like you don't know when to stop. Like you just don't know when to stop. You keep going, you keep thinking it's funny, or you keep doing something, or you just can't read the other cues or you can't really peep people's vibes or the feelings, or maybe you can and you don't care and you're you can do that because you're a kid, so It can be a lot of reasons why maybe adults like just disregard children or just kind of finally are fully taking on that authoritative figure because maybe they didn't get to do that or maybe because they're really scared and they have to for the well-being of the child. And there's so many other issues and reasons, but that also goes into knowing yourself and knowing why you act how you act. So a lot of these episodes and a lot of these topics are going to come back to really doing the hard work for yourself, because without doing that hard work, it's going to be a life full of questions. And in the Black community, we have a lot of things, a lot of stigmas, a lot of stereotypes that cir- circulate around like repeatedly and just keep kind of identifying a whole group of people and a whole gender or whatever of people, and it's so many things that we have to push through now listen we've pushed through some things as his like throughout history and as a whole like clearly um i love the fact that <laughs> there is they're not going to be any um mainly caucasian whatever european descent white whatever fully white children i think i'm happy the minority um of america at least now is you know white people caucasians because It really just puts things into a different perspective and it forces people to have to be tolerant and forces people to have to be more understanding. I mean, I guess you don't have to do anything, but it's kind of hard when you're not liking majority of the people around you. And more often than not, families are going to be mixed. Like every family is going to probably be mixed in some like near futures or future generations. So it's like we have to, as people, move past our stuff and just be like, okay, we're going to acknowledge the brown and the black because people who aren't caught up on history and don't really know where people originated period and on the planet we all know that the well now we all know some people know that the original people were founded or made or original bones were in africa so everybody kind of separated and moved further out or whatever and dna genetic mutations happen based on climate based on a lot of things and so things like that happen and that's like kind of the a basis of evolution or um species diversity, all that good stuff. So that is just the basis of that. And so kind of you know to be facts, this is what we know about people and how things I'm just happy that people are forcing themselves or life is forcing people to wake up and acknowledge things. So let's talk about some awesome people who have just been really making waves or just some excellent things that have happened this year. And black people have been literally the reason or heavy influencers. And this makes me so excited because that's history. But we're going to really just shine them out, shout them out right now. So, yeah. So, I have to acknowledge that I meant to say shout them out at the end. And I sounded silly, but it was what it was. So, yes. But back at it with the conversation. Okay, so... This year we have seen black women dominating beauty pageants and I'm not even going to try right now to get all the names and all the like um awards and distinctions right but I have seen so many black and brown faces as literal beauty queens or pageant queens and you know we are all royalty we have a history of that and you know we have to have high self-esteem for ourselves but these competitions usually are not dominated like that and um The Google commercial that's out right now that kind of is saying, like, the most searched, showing some of the most searched African-Americans or some of the greatest performances that people um, have been searching on the Internet and paying attention to over the years. And it really kind of just shows the very vast nature of Black people and their talents and how great really in music and entertainment and, um, you know, invention and and so many things. There have been so many um, Black people that have been key innovators or key help behind the movement that either did or did not get the acknowledgement. But as I'm saying, we're getting acknowledgement and it's beautiful. And, you know, just seeing like Simone Biles, breaking gymnast records you know all the time um doing things that she only can do getting penalized or trying to be penalized for things because she's so good at it and um, I don't know the name of a super not super um a ice skater and I forgot she's a black woman but she was always doing some crazy type of moves and I would see videos of her online like she is literally doing her thing so elegantly and just all of the many just people in, um, entertainment and culture, but, um, yeah, also just, like, Brianna Bay, you know, just dominating fashion, she hasn't really been on the music side, but still doing kind of some music here and there, but dominating fashion, dominating makeup, becoming, like, a billionaire with her business endeavors, doing so many, things that are like in the philanthropy title and just being an activist in her own way and being herself and just being awesome and women black women like that aren't dominating in all those areas of that you know magnitude with that much revenue and attention and it's just she has been doing some great things this year and um, I mean I didn't say Beyonce because Beyonce is always doing some great stuff and she keeps repeatedly breaking records but just her too, her influence and over just recently over the past years, just like i'll say her her beachella her coachella performance was one of the really really big things she was the like the first black woman i feel like to headline coachella and I, she said ain't that about a bitch like no it is about a bitch and the performance like yes it is because like that's crazy all the black people who are great and have just been so amazing and she's the first one and it really speaks to her talent and like i said her influence but just awesome, literally just awesome, and, you know, her being a mom, her being a wife, her being a career woman, her just being a boss, and her, you know, she got, definitely got her bread, too, her and Jay-Z as a couple are billionaires, but even Beyonce, like, I feel as if she's going to be a billionaire, it really is only a matter of time if she's not, like, it's just, she been in movies, she got so much music, she is also in, has been in fashion, um, has been in perfume, has been, um, in so many different things, so, awesome awesome people and um you know like I said repeatedly in another episode Kobe Bryant he's a legend and he passed away recently but legends just legends 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 um young black people out here doing it and i'm gonna shout out LeBron James because LeBron James is just like from Ohio from Cleveland no, he's from Akron but you know just it's like that is our state and that's one of the best basketball players of all time and it's just watching him all the time seeing his influence on the people and his healthy marriage and relationship with his family it's just inspiring and I just uh I'm not even a huge basketball fan but you don't even have to be to know that LeBron James is awesome so I'm just happy that we're getting to see that and see great examples of very strong men in society and so just of course with the music and you know sometimes it'd be like all right sometimes the music styles are a little bit much or a little bit like "Mm," but it's just something about the way black people do music and connect with it and the rhythm of it and when they really get into the artistry and dig into music a little bit deeper and really try to you know reach into their creativity it's something beautiful and we have seen that with so many artists literally so many musical artists over the recent months and years have just um just really been very expressive and you know breaking records being odds and just doing so much so yes but also here in communities too there's so many people that I know from Dayton Ohio where I'm from who are doing big things like they're either here being activists in the community they're business owners they're like working stuff out making sure they're providing for their families or saving up for bigger and better things flying across the country always doing something having like side hustles that are real lucrative you know people are bottle girls or in clubs or working medical facilities or nurses or designers or um You know, just everyday people doing incredible things. And it's awesome just to see the people that you grew up with, that you have in your community, and that you know of actually accomplishing great things and wanting to make things better. And, like, for me, I I don't want to stay here, live here, and just be here forever. I'd much rather go somewhere else and kind of just explore, do something different, and get a different routine down for my life. But the opportunity just to be able to have exposure to just, like, A city or an area that has so much potential and um so many people just being cultivated within you know down the street or around around the corner and a neighborhood or something close to you you know what I mean just like it's just a different feeling knowing that where you're from like out of all the bad things that can happen out of all the negativity or things that can cloud just good intentions and feelings so much potential and so much um just outstanding behavior and just stuff. Period. And people, it, they lie right around here, and they grew up right around me, and I'm just blessed to be a part of it. And you know, I just hope somebody can look back and see me and be like, No, yeah, she's doing great things, and she's this, and she's that, and she's inspiring me, because I always want to inspire, and I always want to make sure when you deal with me, it's more positive than negative. And you know, I'm not perfect; I can't make everything perfect, but that's the kind of effect that I want to leave and that's what I want to just be somebody who uses this beautiful life here and just the experiences here that are unique to this place uses that to just be something greater and better and it's awesome it's awesome it's awesome um so yeah we're gonna take a little break come back talking about just some more things about black history and just um yeah looking forward to the rest of this month and what that has in store So something that's really cool that I'm a part of this year that I haven't been a part of any other year is I am over the um black history month program or segment at my church for the month and so what I've been trying to do every Sunday is like either have a cool little video to show that has good information or that celebrates black people or that um you know, kind of inspires black people, maybe read a little bit of poetry, you know, talk a little about, a little bit about community and how strong it is when we, I mean, how important it is when we come together and how strong we can be when we do that. And then just dance and singing and, you know, cooking, all the things that kind of are landmarks for black history and black culture. I wanted to touch on all that. So it's been really fun um, doing that whole process. Sometimes, though, it's crazy because this is with anything, but you realize when you are the person of contact or you are the main person in charge or things of that nature, the perspective you have on something is so different because... I feel like sometimes people don't realize, like, when you go to, like, a party or an event, you are, like, the person, the guest, you know? It's, like, you're just there to have a good time. People who are hosting the party, they should be there to serve you, make sure you're comfortable, you're good, and that things are provided for you to enjoy yourself. And so, like, that's one aspect. Then it's, like, if it's your party or you're, like, you're planning it or you know it's planning it, you're more prone to, like, pay attention to everything, all the detail, and um, make sure... You know, certain things are in order, like you're trying to have a good time, but you're also very much so making sure things are okay. And so then it's just like if you're like, let's say an event, you own the place that the event is going to be held at. All you're worried about is that the deposits are made and that obviously people might have a good time for whatever they want to do in your space, but that the space is not damaged, it's clean, things are kept up, orderly, proper. And I know these are all different things and you're like, girl, what? But it just goes to show perspectives and how different perspectives really shape your experience. So for people on the outside, it's just me, you know, standing in front of church saying something, doing something, and they're just like, oh, it's so good when she does it or however they feel about it. For the people who um, I'm planning it get with me and I'm kind of like walking through certain things with them, they're more so like, okay, make sure I get it right. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty cool, but I have to make sure things are okay. And then me, I'm like, okay, make sure things are okay. Make sure you don't forget something, get in contact with these people, make sure you're communicating accurately, fix your tone, fix your facial expressions, make sure you're not being rude or kind of just off-putting, make sure you're good and make sure the people feel it and understand it and actually enjoy it. And so it just... I'm saying this to say, in any situation you are in, in any type of um, setting maybe that you might be in or organization you're a part of, please try to realize the differences in um, levels of organization and leadership, but please also realize that all are necessary for a successful um, outcome or even the bystanders sometimes are necessary for the end game or the end result or the people who aren't doing anything are just as important as the people who are doing everything. And, you know, that can be different for different situations, but everybody is important. Everybody is necessary and everybody plays a role and all roles are important. It's just some are more prominent than others. And um, doesn't mean that, you know, the people who are regular don't do as much are, you know, not as pivotal to something as the people who do too much or do a lot. So it just makes you think about things differently and look at things differently and also check yourself. Because, you know, you're not always in check of your emotions or always in check of how you're reacting until you have to be. So, I would just recommend that um, all of you, alongside with me on this journey of life, as we mature grow, let's just check ourselves. Let's be aware of our actions and let's just, you know, be more in control of things. And, you know, I've been tested a couple of times this past week. Um, within the past week, just kind of how I react to things or how I kind of deal with things that are annoying to me or uncomfortable or awkward for me in the moment. Because sometimes I'll just kind of laugh. Sometimes I'll get kind of irritated or sometimes I just really want to know how to say things. But I have realized that sometimes I do, you know, not really speak up still and I'm still working with that. But sometimes I actually have, and even if I haven't really known how to say everything, I still say something, or I still make it known that something is wrong, and not in a very drastic way, but I always bring it back to a peaceful, cool place, and I am proud that I can navigate my feelings, and I can navigate my settings, and I mean, you know where I am, and you know who's there, and what can happen from certain reactions, or whatever, so I'm just happy I'm very intuitive, and I'm very aware of my surroundings, because it really does help, but... Communication, like I've said so many times, is so important. And I'm just proud that as I get older, I really can see myself reacting differently to some things. You know, not perfect, and it's going to take some more time for other things, but I'm just happy. Happy, happy, happy. And, you know, that's just Black History Month is about, you know, like the themes for the event at church. I didn't say what they were. You know, it's about um, struggle and victory. It's about um, excellence. It's about culture. And it's about pride and community. And so many things that I just said just really have to do so much with lived experience and daily life and what people feel and what they react to and what it touches them because what gets you going, what gets you excited what gets you passionate is really what's going to drive you in your life and so it's really important that as people we find something genuine, we find something awesome because life is not something that should be wasted and that shouldn't be lived fully and you know giving a lot of thought you know not too much thought to where you don't do anything but just giving thought to all the things that you can do giving thought to the things that you might want to know or just all the limitless things that are out there you know just be open and be just ready to be the best version of yourself and I just hope every one of you who's listening can always do that this month any month every month always just try to be better and try to outdo you and outdo the other versions of you and that's it you know friendly competition things that can make you learn from one another but no real competition um, and it's beautiful when people can just really love and celebrate themselves and just find the beauty and joy in themselves and that that can be enough and I'm working on that with myself and I really have great days when I do that and I have some not so great days but every day I do feel myself being more strong more confident and I feel more clear and more level-headed than I have in a while, and um, doesn't mean I have everything under control, doesn't mean I always manage my time correctly because I'm level-headed or have a good sense of what I'm trying to do. No, it just means that I feel strong. I know when something comes my way, I really feel very solid at my core and um, insecurities might come up or some of my doubts, anxieties, but I've intentionally been trying to shift that away, shift my energy and shift my response and so it's been working for the better for me and so I'm just really happy about it. But yes, you all. encouraging you all to just be your best self again, love yourself and discover who you truly are and nurture that person and realize what's going on and why you are, how you are and the triggers you have, the traumas and the, you know, the assets, the great things going on. And just pick and choose what you want and mold the person you want to be, you know, love each other, spread love, spread positivity and just be authentic and that's my challenge for you this month and forevermore so think about that well everyone this is the end of the episode for this week and if you count back this is a little bit late um there wasn't an episode last week because listen y'all i'm in school i'm taking 18 credit hours and i still work and i still volunteer and i'm just doing a lot so I was just like, I just need a week, and it didn't happen. So we right, we're right back here, and there's only gonna be three episodes this month, but still, awesome though. And um, I'll try to make next week next week's episode real juicy, real nice, and um, supplement it for you know lost times, making y'all wait. You know, I'm, I know you miss me. Oh, what am I doing right? <laughs> no, seriously though. Um, yeah, so. Just thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by as always. And I appreciate every listener, every attempt at listening to my, my thoughts and even thinking about it. I appreciate it. But you all have a great week. Um, happy Black History Month. Happy life. Um, love yourself, be yourself, and nurture yourself. Until next time, bye. You just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production.